Good morning, IBC family. Good morning to all of you online. Welcome, everybody, near. This is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. He has made a special day because He has orchestrated an amazing day that we get to come together whether through the online forum, here in person, to celebrate the things that God has done, the things that God is doing, and the things that He will continue to do in lives. When we um, get to participate in a baptism or in any kind of formal um, act, sacrament, even the Lord's Supper, a marriage, a wedding, even a funeral, it's always, boy, there's weight to it. There's depth to it. There's a ton of meaning in it. And it's sometimes very solemn. Today is very celebratory. At the same time, it's solemn. It's deep and there's so much meaning in it. But the way God has wired me, once in a while, when those things are taking place, glitches happen. And when they happen, they make me laugh. So this, is, this author wrote this little piece. This actually happened. This was one of those churches that had installed a glassed-in section in the lower part of the baptistry so the congregation could witness the underwater activity during immersion. And in many churches, the baptistry is right up here in the middle, so there's a glass panel so you can see in there. And many times, too, one side is the ladies' side, and the other side is the men's side, as was the case in this particular story. Apparently, bubbles and bloated faces are more meaningful for many folks, adding a dimension to the sacred rite. But this time the whole congregation was offered far more visual excitement than originally scheduled. The first man baptized arose from the water totally confused and headed up the stairs to the ladies' dressing room. By the time he realized his mistake, another candidate had taken his place in the water. He patiently waited behind the curtain for the right moment. Just as the next party slipped under the water, he went into action. But the audience never saw the baptism. Their wondering eyes beheld only a black-robed body desperately swimming underwater across the front. (laughs) I have many stories swirling in my head of my own. My own. When I got baptized in eighth grade, at the end of my eighth grade year, it was my father who was baptizing me. It was in the Amazon River, and um, I was a, a river rat, as were many of my friends. The, the river was our life. We swam in there all the time and had a habit when we'd come up out of the water to flick our head like that so the, our hair would be out of our eyes and, and the water would... Sh- I came up out of the water, and out of habit, I did that smacking water right into my dad's face. Of course, everybody laughed, but I felt bad. Because the problem was, I was mischievous enough as a kid. I'm glad I got over all of that. 
as a kid, and so I thought, everybody probably thought I did it on purpose, which I certainly did not do. Incidentally, that afternoon, I got into the worst argument with my mom, probably up to that point in my life, because the intense attack of the enemy. I'll blame him. <laughs> I'll blame him on my, on my flesh. And so, even as I talk about light things that can happen, they break the ice, I think they're great, but we do not rob the depth and the meaning of these things, even in, in, in the humor that can take place. So just for a few minutes, let me talk about baptism, what, what baptism is. The word baptism comes from the word baptizo or bapto. There's a literal meaning and there's a figurative meaning. The literal meaning is this, to submerge or dip or immerse, as in water. The word baptize is mentioned 77 times in the New Testament. And the bulk of those, the vast majority of those, talk about water immersion is what they are talking about. So that's the literal. The figurative of baptizo Pictures the introduction, now follow along here. Pictures the introduction or the placing of a person or thing into a new environment or into union with something else so as to alter its condition or its relationship to its previous environment or condition. In this sense, baptizo means to be identified with. It's a transferring from here to here. That's why I love Colossians 1.13. We have been rescued from the dominion of darkness and brought into the kingdom of the Son He loves, of Jesus Christ. I love that. That's what baptism means. It's a transference from this to this. So when we baptize, there is symbolism all over. It's what it is, is symbolism. For one thing, what it is not is salvation. When somebody is baptized, it is not them getting saved. They're already there. Time and again in the New Testament, we see it written, he believed and got baptized. They were saved and got baptized over and over again. That's the sequence that we see. Because baptism is a symbolism of the change that has gone on inside of us. The act of baptism, of placing somebody under the water and bringing them back up, is an identification with Jesus Christ. It is a picture of the gospel, where Jesus died, he was buried, and then he was resurrected to life. And so in baptism, in water, in immersion, we have a picture of somebody who's being buried with Christ. They have repented. They have said, yes, I'm not enough. I need Jesus, I need a Savior, and I am placing my faith in what Jesus has done for me. And I die to self. I allow myself to be buried with Christ and then brought back to life, to new life in Jesus Christ. And that's a marvelous truth. Perhaps the best known passage in Scripture is the Great Commission. Matthew 28, 19 through 20, or 18 through 20. It says, and Jesus came, said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Baptizing them. 
both literally and figuratively. That takes place. And it's a command that we are given by Jesus himself, the Great Commission. That go means always, just what you do, you go. You are always going. It doesn't mean an event where, you, oh, we're going to leave here and go. No, it's just what we are to be doing as Christians. As followers of Christ, we have a mandate to go make disciples. It's very interesting. I won't go deep into this at all. But our mandate is not to go share Christ. It is not to go just share the gospel. It is to go make disciples. It's quite a distinction. We won't get into that. Baptizing them. As people come to Christ, as they place their faith in Jesus, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So the, the Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, have something to do with it. They have something to do with, every member of the Trinity has something to do with our salvation. God the Father has made a way by sending His Son as the only and the perfect sacrifice to atone for our, our sins. That's what He's done. He's made a way for us to be saved. Jesus obeyed the Father. And He gave Himself as a sacrifice, took our place in the very wages of sin that we deserve. Jesus took and paid our sin debt. Holy Spirit is the one who gives us the ability to understand these things because it is a spiritual act, isn't it? It's a spiritual act to understand my need for Jesus. For my understanding, I am lost because in ourselves, we feel pretty self-reliant. I got this. I'm in control of my life when in fact, we are not. And he has made a way through the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, for us to understand our need to have faith in the Son of God. I think there are three amazing things that take place in a baptismal service. When one person is baptized, I think there are at least three amazing things that take place. The first one is, as the person getting baptized, we plant our flag in Jesus. In the Old Testament, many times when God had done some amazing thing for the Israelites, he would say afterwards, build an altar. Put an altar right there and we're going to name it after the event, this thing that I have done, so that you will never forget. That's why we do the Lord's Supper. In remembrance of me so you will never forget because God knows how forgetful we are. And so a baptism is like an altar. It is something that we have done and we will never forget. So that when we doubt, did I really place my faith in Jesus Christ? Well, think back on your baptism. When you got baptized, <laughs> it's no small thing. You deliberated, I deliberated, and when I did that, yes, I was proclaiming that I have trusted in Jesus. And it's a sealant, in a way, for me, for the person being baptized. The other thing, the second thing that happens in a baptism over and over, we rejoice at baptisms, don't we? When somebody comes out of that water, we clap and we cheer. It's just so amazing. But what happens is we are celebrating and rejoicing at a transformed life. Because we know how real and how deep it is that this is a person who says, I am a follower of Jesus. And I'm telling you all, I am a follower of Jesus. And we go, hallelujah, it is great. And we rejoice it does something for the body of Christ. That is an amazing thing. The third thing is, many times there are people who don't know Jesus yet, and they're watching. 
And that is the case today. At least one of the people being baptized is married to an unbeliever who is not here. We pray for him, that God will give him understanding. But when an unbeliever witnesses what is happening, I believe God is doing an amazing thing, and they're going, what is going on? There is something really cool happening there. I want to know more. And I think God uses baptism to draw people to himself. And it's a marvelous truth. So in short, baptism is an outward declaration of what's going on inside. Right? That's what it is. Purely symbolic, but it's powerful. It is all about the transformed life. And God is in the business of transforming lives. And so today... Each one who's going to be baptized is a witness to a transformed life, and it resonates deeply in each of us, deep in our souls, in our hearts. And I want to encourage us to pray for these who are being baptized today. Not just now, but as the Lord brings them to mind, especially this day and this coming week, be praying for them, that the Lord will continue to encourage them. Lord, (laughs) into your hands we commend this baptismal service. Even now, Lord, as we're going to now begin baptizing these six people whose lives you have transformed, young and not all that young. It doesn't matter the age, Lord. You are at work in these lives, and we give you praise and glory for that. And so, Lord, as each one is being baptized now, I pray that you will allow them to appreciate the moment, to bask in your goodness to them, because there's a lot of nervousness when we do this. But Lord, would you just superintend over each heart? And Lord, you be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.